Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Nobody panic. Vroom, vroom. What's that? It's my car. I don't drive, but you know who does? My good friend Tessa here. Hello. Hello. It's me, Five Test Tessa. That was my name at school. I failed my driving test five times. And there's no reason I can think of that we shouldn't be doing this podcast, therefore. I can't drive. You failed five times. But they do say that the more you do your test, the better driver you actually end up being because mm-hmm. you've had lo- 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 loads of practice, right? Yeah. Or yeah. you're bad. But I think you're the former, not, not the latter. That sounds um, so kind. Yes. Thank I've been you. in a car with you. You drive like a great driver. This was a suggestion that was emailed in. And uh, I'll mainly be providing sort of questions. Uh, I'll be the sort of the eyes of people who maybe are you know like in in like tv shows and there's like a weird scenario and there's always the main character that's like new to the scene that's what i'm doing in this episode nice. you know? she's she's the eyes and ears of the group she's the audience's way in to understanding I mean, this the scenario way in. we've had some asking us about passing your driving test we've had a few mm. saying that they of various things around the driving issue, how to be a better driver, how to be better at parking. A lot of people talk about how bad they are at parking. And a lot of people saying that they used to drive and then didn't drive for a long time and now getting back into driving and feeling very anxious about the whole thing. It's a big one. Yeah, I think I'm, I would like, I really want to learn to drive, but I, I would be lying if I wasn't nervous. I am scared. I sort of think I've been putting it off because I've been like, what what if I'm terrible I don't need to know Mm. I'm terrible at something else and also it's something terrible that could have a ramification uh, you know if I just smash into a tree or something so like you know it's it's difficult but yeah I'm I'm I'm, like I'm interested I'm motivated and I'm excited to see what how this episode unfolds before we get in and you're going to be the audience's eyes and ears into the world of driving what is your adult thing this week so oh wow uh, I'm gonna this is something that, you know, um, a less brave woman would not admit to. Wow. But I'm, I'm I'm here to just say that, you know, we should be able to talk about this stuff. I listened to a little podcast called no- Nobody Panic uh, that did a, a how to poo episode. And I thought, yeah, yeah, she's going to. And I thought, uh, so t- Tessa looks terrified. So I don't look terrified, say. I look excited. Excited. Ex- sorry, excited. Uh, look, the old Steve might have blocked the toilet. <laughs> Gross. But, but the old Steve then unblocked it. And with what? Uh, 
sorry, 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 sorry. To be clear, I didn't block the toilet in the way that that sounds like I did, but I also didn't help things. So what's the best way of saying it? Uh, My tortoise... Alison, um, she she shattered the toilet. No, she had a big wee in a in a in her run, and I cleaned it up using kitchen roll. Didn't think and put it down the toilet. Yeah. Then I didn't notice it had been blocked. Later on, had a right old time on top of that. Oh God! Absolute hell! Like at one point, I was like crying to, to to my boyfriend, being like, "If you go in there." I will break up with you. I will leave you. I will leave you because I can't look into your eyes and know you've that you seen have looked, that. Your eyes have looked into that. I've looked at that, which I think is one of the worst things I've personally ever seen. And I did it. Firstly, was like, it's fine. I'll just go to the massive Tesco and buy something to just pour down the drain. There was nothing there. So I did all of the stuff. I am um, uh, baking soda, uh, white vinegar as a thing. It makes this volcanic explosion essentially in the bowl. Nothing happens. Oh, the best one was like, just like arm length gloves. Just try and get your hand down there and pull out the yeah. kitchen roll. That didn't work. But also, as you can imagine, absolutely horrifying. Horrifying. Absolutely horrifying. Plunger. Won't go into why I couldn't plunge, but I couldn't plunge. This whole time as well, like my boyfriend's in the house being like, I can help. I'm like, you if you if you come in here again, I will I'm now I will kill you. And um, so I'm I'm doing this. It was like, you know, sometimes you can have you know, help. No. So I uh, I was just sort of crying and uh unwinding un- coat hangers and sticking them up there. Uh it pinged back. I got covered in my own shit. Oh my <laughs> I had to have a full shower and wash my hair. Um, The whole time being like, this is insane. That Went online. Also, all the stuff as well, which is, you know, like I went online and saw on Amazon, you can get stuff. It's all stuff like, don't ever put this near anything because it will kill you. And the loss of life in the ocean, like, you know, there's that picture of the dead fish in the back of it being like dying. It's like, it's not like an eco-friendly thing, but then also being like, I will actually drop a nuclear bomb into my bathroom if it means this goes away. (laughs) At this point, I don't give a shit about anything. I just, oh God. But then I found this thing called Green Gobbler, which is, is a eco-friendly thing that you pour down the toilet that basically dissolves everything apart from your toilet and used it put it overnight it worked so what i'm saying is you've got to persist and use green gobbler a dream um so that's the most adult thing i think i've ever done in my life but i did it all myself didn't ask for any help well done thanks the podcast this week is brought to you by green gobbler for all your toilet amazing it's non-toxic and it worked so well anyway please tessa what's your there's nothing um i charged my electric toothbrush pretty good i've been waiting to do it for months (laughs) so i've just been brushing there's nothing worse than brushing uh analog with a digital with a dead tooth with a dead because it's so it's not enough bristles it's not enough and it knows and you're and it knows and you know and you say like yes I know, but I, all I should, have to do is plug it in. But I won't. But I, but I won't. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with me? That's that's mine. Okay. Oh, so okay. Um, so brush ourselves off from that from the bit where Stevie was showered in her own shit, and let's uh, let's move on to the emotional sh- and metaphorical showering of shit that can be the driving experience. Yes. May I ask uh, right off the bat? Yeah. Do you feel as a driver and yeah. 
a cis woman. Mm. Sometimes, so there's this big thing I feel often of like um, women drivers. It's a very old fashioned thing, but it's also mm. not. So things like parallel parking and things like that. Do you, because I feel uh, like I'd be terrified to be bad at driving because then that would be letting down. That's a very, very big thing. I will tell you the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. Mm. I once uh, parallel parked into a spot by, and parallel parking for me is sheer luck of the draw. Like, yeah. I don't know how it works. I, I and I, There will be men, not to say there will be men, there will be all kinds of people of all genders listening who will be bellowing at me now being like, what do you mean you don't, it's luck. Oh, it's so simple, but it ain't. Uh it's it's luck and once i went to power parking to a very small spot there was a large group of men number of different not just one group but like a number of separate men had all slowed to watch me and and this that is, is why i don't think i can ever drive that's and men, awful they love to offer to park the car for you that is a real thing i parked it unbelievably well like I even i was a shock it was a true shock to me and obviously a shock to them and I, again i say this is sheer chance then I uh, looked out the window, side-eyed them out the window. They all gave a face that was like, yeah, fuck that. That was actually very good. And uh, and then I gave them the finger. And uh, then they walked yes! off. And I was like, yeah, baby, for all women. But also for sometimes for all women. Okay, just to follow that up. But moments later after that story, I uh, hours, I then um, was t- attempting to turn around. I went down a road that I could not go down, attempted to go back the other way, had to do this, like, there's lots of parked cars, I this, like, three-point turn that became a sort of 18-point turn. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I was backing up, I had to get out of the way of a car driving so fast down and, like, weaved around me, and I was completely in his way, and he honked me, but, like, way too fast. And I was like, holy shit. And then I was like, I think he's in a car chase. And then minutes later, that's how long my parking I was taking, turning this back around, then the pol- long enough for the police to come past and then me to obstruct the police on their journey. <laughs> Then I got to, they got to the thing and there was like three ways he could have gone. And they looked at back at me to be like, which way did he go? And I shrugged because I ain't no rat, but I did know which way he'd gone. <laughs> that's great. So I am, um, th- that's the thing. The, it is, it is unfortunate. Like there is little stuff that like, of course it's, it's, it's gendered. And of course there are ma- loads of amazing women drivers, but like there is little things in the car. Like for example, the windshield wipers in the car, you put them, you flick them down to make more windshield, more more oh, wipes. That's and I'm like, that's so counterintuitive. This is sort of, and every time I do it, I go up to be more, and then I'm like, oh fucking hell, it's down to be more. And I was like, obviously it should be up is more. And there are very, there are a number of these little tiny counterintuitive things that's like, and again, what a sweeping heteronormative statement, but it does feel like designed by men, and therefore women always feel themselves lacking. But really, it's just they weren't designed in the natural way that a woman might have designed them. And so I think we even though it's like, oh no, women, men are capable of both things. And they absolutely are. There are some certain things that's like not maybe how you would have done something. And therefore you always feel you're playing into a space that's not necessarily for you in a way that's yeah. both emotional and both that's like tiny in the windshield wipers and also things like the air, the airbags and stuff that's like, you know, they are the wrong well, size for women and all stuff like that. And that's obviously a whole different discussion, but like there is, there is an aspect of that. And so if you are a, if you identify as a woman and you feel that pressure of like, oh, I don't want to learn to drive because I will be this bad. I think you just have to be like, yeah, I probably, there will be moments where men will see me do bad driving and there will be moments where I do bad driving. I have to be like, yeah, but it's, I don't want to not allow myself to do something just because I might let the team down. It's like, yeah, you might, but no, it, that's, that's nonsense. You've made that up. If I think of cars, 
because I don't drive, I think of like Top Gear. I think of like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, basically, mm-hmm. I think of uh, it's, straight men talking about cars. Yeah. And I think actually, it's actually becomes, it's not, it's not, it is a gendered thing, but it's a gendered thing in the sense that it's uh, cis men and just everyone else feeling like they're excluded from the car chat. Well, I would say it's like, my own uh, partner and also l- loads of my male friends who are not interested in cars yeah. who always feel like, oh, I, I should know more, I guess. I think like, it's, it's actually car people being yes. very like, oh, you don't know about cars. Uh, car people of all types and then everybody else, you know, and then there is, and then it's like, is it a stereotype? But it is also, everyone's got a story about like, when we very first learned to drive, my friend Sally um, was in the garage for something ever so small, like um, the windshield viper or like something that needed a different a little bit and while she was there you know 10 pounds done and while she was there they said oh your your treads on your tires you need a you need four new sets of tires and she was like god do i and they were like yeah sorry like you can't take those those car tires aren't roadworthy sold her four new tires at like huge expense she gets home she's like i've got new tires her dad's like what the fuck what do you mean you've got new tires she was like they weren't roadworthy the men said (laughs) and then he like puts her in the car he's like back we go and like drove her back to the garage and he made them give back the tires and her money and was like don't take people for a ride because you feel that you don't know the words that you're like ah or someone says like what kind of car have you got and you're like blue i don't know what kind correct i don't know what kind of car it is and they're like what kind of liter engine you're packing and you're like 20 liters 12 12 liters your english liters 12 horses could pull the car the power (laughs) of the horses is strong that's thing like but actually it doesn't take very much to learn a few of the words and you're like oh okay i i get it i get it you know i understand a bit more and not to feel and not to be embarrassed when someone says something that you don't know and to be like i'm sorry i don't know the answer could you explain what it means what i don't yes, know right you know, and rather yes. than being like ah okay i'll buy four tires <laughs> you know yes like, because with this kind of like oh i guess there are car people and i'm not a car person then you bring as a non-car person your own sort of strange energy which is just like i don't know anything about and that's unhelpful because yeah. you can you can learn a bit like you can yeah. maybe have a bit because it feels like with driving or from from the outside and uh knowing lots of drivers and being driven a lot you know mm. in my time um my personal driver often says it's all about uh confidence mm. and of course a lot of the time there are certain sort of uh sections of society who are more confident in general Mm -hmm. and then certain who aren't and so you feel like the odds are stacked against you because you're like oh like i've got a friend who has learned to drive recently or about three years ago and she still just hates it and just Mm. she just feels it makes her feel stupid she always feels like she's doing the wrong turning and like she doesn't like so i keep i keep meeting up with her and she keeps like having got the bus i'm like but you could just you should drive because that's like good way of practicing. And she's mm. like, oh my, it's, but I don't want to have a terrible day. You're like, okay, well, you know what? Yeah, okay. Big big thing. People being like, I don't want to drive. It's not a pleasant experience for me. And the people writing in to say that they feel anxious now, even though they have passed yes. their test, they don't want to do it. I think it's about uh, driving when you don't have anywhere specific to be. You're not in a rush. You're not trying to get anywhere. You don't have anyone else in the car. So give yourself a challenge this week to drive to the big supermarket that's out of town or to go and pick something up or do whatever in the car. That is no rush, no time constraints, no one meeting you at that end, no one meeting at the other end, nobody else in the car with you. It's just you and the car because obviously it's instinctive. You're like, well, someone should come with me because I'm not good. It just repeats the mantra that you're not good. And instead of driving, you're thinking about what they're thinking about. And you're trying to impress them with your driving. It's you and the car and the other road users and you just safely getting from A to B. And yes, you can do this thing and you'll be so much better when you're 
on your own and you think of each when I feel nervous or I driving a new car for the first time or you go driving another country or anything like that where you think oh my god and your instinct is like I absolutely can't do this I shouldn't do this someone else should take over be like just do we're just going to do one minute at a time we're just getting down we're just getting out of this car park then we're just getting out of this road then we're just taking this turning then it's not thinking about other things it's just being like me in the car and we're just doing each leg of the adventure you know one Mm. little bit after another we didn't go straight to Mordor we had to stop in Rivendell you know we're just doing each small leg and we're doing that safely and well and calmly and we're not in a rush and if people honk people honk you know jewelry isn't a gift you give just once it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it blue nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My friend often has her partner in the car with mm, her because mm-hmm. she's nervous. And so then I obviously, think and I've been in the back not, yeah. while they've been, and it's, and it's just, and it's him going like, what are you doing? What because are you doing? And her go, ah! She's not driving in the way that he would he, drive. He so wants to she drive. she feels silly. No, exactly. And it, and it exacerbates the problem, yeah, which it, it shouldn't do. But, but of course, I completely understand why it does. And that's also puts me off. Like, I'm in the yeah. back being like, cool, I will never drive. It was a big thing once, um, having somebody in the car who said, do I make you much more nervous when I'm here? And I said, 1000% yes. And I think it hadn't really occurred to him that 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 was the effect, you know, and it hadn't really occurred to me to say, actually, I'm much more terrified with you talking. And then and then he just went on his phone. And I was so much better and so much calmer. And then he was like, great driving. And I was like, thank you know, like, it's that pressure of somebody they're not really being extra eyes and ears and, and helping. They're making much, much worse. And then yes. it's like, how do you want me to do things as opposed to what is the correct thing in the road and the safest thing at this moment and what is me and the car? And so I think it's that about like, get everyone else's opinions out of there. They're not helpful to you. You are the driver and you can do this and just go at your own pace and your own speed. And if you need to be like, oh God, that was a horrible little hairy turning. I didn't like that. Be like, safely pull over and regroup and just have a stop for a second. And then we'll go again. And because that's the thing, like practicing when you're not in a rush. And if parking is a nightmare for you, go out to a car park, a big, get to yourself to the superstore car park in the early evening or somewhere that's like, there isn't a lot of people around. You can just practice badly parking and don't worry about impressing anyone or don't worry about people looking at you 
You'd be like, if they look, they'll be like, there's a person trying to park and then they'll get on with their shopping. Like, That's the thing, yeah, because I'm like, oh yeah, but someone's going to be like, what's that girl doing just like parking all over the car park? Literally, nobody remembers or is looking because they're just going to the shop. So yeah. So like, that they'll person just see is, you. Is, yeah. is parking their car. Like, that's it. And like, what or, do you... Or at most, they'll go, that person's practicing parking. That's that person's practicing parking. They'll be like, good for them, makes them a better driver. You know, who cares yeah. if people look at you and people's, especially the opinion of strangers holds people back from doing so much stuff. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, don't get to the end of your life and be like, oh, I didn't do these things in case a man I've never met and will never met again, maybe thought ill of me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter what they think. Like, and, I, and I say this as absolutely, as a cautious, extremely slow driver. And, um, and I don't, you know, I like to just go at my own pace. Uh, it, I sit very upright because I'm just very focused. I like to be focused all the time. Mm. And um, I've been described as a Labrador that's got behind the wheel. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Once my university boyfriend I was meeting him picking him up maybe and his we had a you know we were meeting at like Flint services or something in some you know equidistant between our two houses and his mother had driven him there and they were I was late though I think when you're driving you go at your own pace you got there safely that's the only important thing they were waiting for me in the car park they saw he didn't know in what car I drove and at a distance they saw this car come in his mother said, is that her? And then the car, I went directly over the small grass roundabout. <laughs> and he went, yep, I, I reckon so. And I just like weaved my way in, <laughs> into the car park. I think it's like, you know, like, yeah, sometimes I mount the verge, sure. But, but like, it doesn't, you know, if you just like safely get places, you know, it doesn't matter. There's a big, big difference between being like a boy racer who's like driving a million miles an hour and smash, you know, going crazy and scaring people and someone who's occasionally, you know, not in the slightly the wrong bit of the the, roundabout occasionally mounting the grass roundabout sure you know like i do think there's a big difference like no one else was in danger no one else you know like don't let your slightly poor spatial awareness stand in the way i think would you recommend (laughs) so would you have always been interested as as somebody because i've um grew up in not deep not as deep countryside as you but very much like small town yeah um and i've always wondered whether when I'm learning to drive, to do it in a small town first and then maybe practice around a big city, scary city. So that then, because my feeling is that you just want to be like, no, I'll learn along the country roads. But then whenever I have to drive through a city, I might die because I've never done it before. Yeah, I think, I do think that people who learn to drive in London are exceptional drivers um, and or any big city. That, that is my take home rather than people who learn to drive, driving around the industrial parks of their, you know, local town. Like mm. I do think it, city driving is a whole different ball game and it gets you better at the, at the road rage element and the people and just knowing how there's like eight lanes and you need to be in exactly the right lane you can't cross and all of this stuff so I do think definitely if you are able and you're currently living in a city and you've got the time and you've got a bit of money I would absolutely recommend learning to drive you don't ever have to drive after that you don't have to buy a car or do anything but it's just nice to be like I did it I the option is available to me Mm. and I would recommend for sure learning to drive in a city if you are living in a city um but not doing your test in the city (laughs) yeah do your test in the city by all means like and that's the thing like there is so much stuff and myths and legends about like where the easiest place to pass is where the best Mm. pass rate is where the best time of day what instructor you need all of this stuff that stuff will send you crazy the the rumor that got out when i was learning to drive when i was at school was that you needed to wear very dangly earrings in your test um for people (laughs) 
hope for. Do you want to guess why? Impress the examiner. No, do you want to guess why? Um, I really do, but I, I am so at sea as to what it could possibly be. Oh, <laughs> oh, so that they can, when you turn to check, yeah, yeah. they can hear you checking. Yeah. So they don't, don't think, wow. Yeah, uh, that is genuinely why it was to be like, and also to make you more aware of it, of being like, I've got to get the old dangles, you know, flying around as I look in my mirror, 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 do all my bits. Dangle, 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 dangle. dangle. Do you see this? Listen, I say as somebody who wore the biggest possible earrings to all five of her tests, the, te- the earrings are irrelevant. You know, like yes, if you, of course. The, the way you do it is irrelevant. I would say you do need to do it in the instructor's car. I did it in the, my Rover and um, he's like, he, he was a Rover 100. He, looked, he was just like bits of him were dropping off. And I'm pretty sure every time I drove into the test center, they, they looked at it and were like, absolutely not. Fail immediately. Yeah, failing, like, yeah. No, fail. Whereas when I had, and also those all those five tests, the first one, no lessons, just like get bloody went for it. Yeah. I'm so, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. We're yeah. just going to have to uh, pause that. <laughs> I'd had like if two. I may park that. Honestly, two lessons yeah. and you went for a test. Yeah, because when you're a provisional learner, you pet anybody who has a driving license can drive in the car with you. So yeah. I had my L plates on and I was driving with my parents, um, both of them giving extremely conflicting advice. And then um, I was like, yeah, bloody hell, off we go. Done. You know, obviously failed. So then I had like a different woman. She then I had a series of instructors I didn't like, um, and then we had them for a few times. And also like trying to save money, and you're like, ah, fine, done. And then around you go again. Um, and then finally, word of mouth, my friend who was an excellent driver, um, hello Phoebe, um, was like, have my man. Like he's really boring. <laughs> he's really yeah. sensible. You don't need to be having a laugh with your driving instructor. You need to be learning to drive. And I went, I had a proper like two weeks. We took it really seriously. Like we really learned and he didn't let me flap about and be mad and everything. And then I did it in his car. And, and also I think when you, when you are with an instructor to an extent, when they come with you to the test center, they sort of know, they sort of, the, the examiner sort of looks to them to be like, are they good enough? Like really Mm -hmm. this 45 minute exam isn't really, you know, it's like the, the instructor is like, I've been working with them for a month. I know that they are good enough to take this now. I, I vouch yes. for this ability, you know, and then just like, just that thing of like, just showing up for yourself. Like if you, it just be like, would I pass this kid <laughs> in this Rover? But also so you can shop around with driving instructors. Definitely right? so get like, loads. I've had, yeah. I had six by the time I, mm. and then when I found him, I was like, this is the guy. Well, so much of it appears to be, it's you versus you, not you, but like yeah, it's one, it's versus, one, one. versus one Yeah, where it's like, it's, you can be your own worst enemy mm. in this situation. Panic, think, oh, you know, I'm actually really bad. Because, you know, like, I, we do, well, I do this all the time in life anyway. Well, I will, like, just say things like, oh, I'm really bad at this. Or, like, I'm I'm this sort of person. It's like, okay, but go have a look at it and see if you could maybe not be. Because, actually, we can all improve. We can all, it's all about confidence and how mm. we perceive ourselves. So, the worst thing possible is for you to just be like, I, I know lot, lots of people who will say, I'm a terrible driver. I don't mm. drive at night. I'm a very frightened driver. And it's like, now you are, yeah. but what you've done there is you're hiding behind this role that you've created for yourself so that it means you don't have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations because that's what our brains are doing all the time when actually you're probably like the amount of people that have driven me somewhere to like a gig or just anywhere and gone oh sorry I'm I'm really all over the place and I'm like and I always have to say I don't drive so anything you do is impressive and I can't Mm. tell what a good driver is a bad driver you seem great so it's it's all about what the energy that you're bringing to it unfortunately of course then you have to deal with the, the sort of types of, uh, you know, like how we always say about how what other people think and, you know, you've got to be very careful about who you listen to and, and you know, ignore people who are just giving you unsolicited advice. 
now you've got a situation where those people are honking at yeah. you and and very aggressively and it's I, it's I feel like it's the ultimate most distilled version of like ignore what other people are doing just because they're just because a man is honking at you it doesn't mean that he's necessarily in the right and you're in the wrong also what a terrible way to try and express your feelings just by doing a, a mad honk like, yeah what an absolutely mad way of doing it as someone who gets honked a lot uh i would say sure. i rarely know what it is they're honking about <laughs> like yes I always presume that, actually, I think my parents do this. They always presume this is, they're just like, oh, it's honking at someone else. Yeah, exactly, it's honking at someone else. <laughs> always because if you, if you yeah. are aware and alert and you know where you are and you're like, oh, this feels safe, and then someone's honking, you're like, yeah, okay, have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. the situation's Goodbye. resolved, and I'm sorry if I was in slightly the wrong bit or if I've, you know, but like, ultimately, we all got out of it safely, and it's not, a, you know, city road rage about being like, because people are like, you've got to be in this bit and you've got to do this. And it's like, hey, everybody, let's be calm. So I like, don't fear the, don't fear it. Like, it's, o- it's okay. And I'm not, I'm not, I know, I know I sound like an absolutely chaotic driver, and I'm not. I've been in a car with you, you're not. You've driven me long places, very long, long distance. distance. I'm just, I'm just cautious, and I take seriously, and sometimes I'm, I'm not a, like um, a Formula One driver. It doesn't. In- I don't enjoy. So you're not a Formula I'm One. Not driver. a Formula One driver. Okay. Like I wouldn't enjoy like right. weaving or getting the good places or like it's not exciting to me to like get there better. And some people are like I love driving. I love the car. I love it. I like the freedom of the car. But I don't love the engineering of everything. And um, to me, it's just like cautiously and calmly getting from A to B. And isn't that exciting that you got yourself here as opposed to being like, oh, what if I could get in the best way and what's the best thing, you know? And so like, I don't, don't ever announce that you are a bad driver. You're not a bad driver. You're, you're a perfectly good driver. Who's maybe a little bit cautious and that's no bad thing. And you mustn't allow anybody else's opinion to make you feel nervous like you absolutely can do this and if you're thinking about learning to drive i cannot recommend it enough it doesn't mean you have to buy a car it doesn't mean you have to tell people it doesn't mean you have to drive anywhere but it would be a cool thing just to be like oh yeah i can i can drive I-, I got through that i understand the biting point i know a bit more about cars i don't have to do anything with it but i've just got a driver's license and that's a cool proud thing to have um because you and do not let the fear of somebody watching you park put you off because that it will happen and you'll be bad at it and then they'll move on with their day and you'll be like and then you'll have another go and then you'll park you know done yes that's very powerful has it made you in any way wish to take your to learn to drive you know what it has it's made me feel a little bit more confident i think it's also just helpful hearing people who can drive say about things that they've done that are like oh god and i didn't know and like it's, it's really nice this is it makes me feel less alone yeah it makes me like no i can i can drive yeah. but no, so bit- don't don't hide behind I, oh, I'll probably be awful. Yeah, like, you probably will be awful at the know. beginning. Yeah, everyone will yeah. be awful. It's a completely new thing. And then you'll get good at it. And also there are loads of properly, objectively bad drivers who think they're good out there. Much better to be somebody yes. in your position who probably is very good and thinks bad, you know, because you're just trying to be safe. Like, good goodness yes. sake, get out and be alone when you do it. Just like my m- number one thing. You don't need anyone else in the car with you. You can do this. And you don't need their opinions in there. Just you, you can do it. I believe in you. The car believes in you. The car believes in you especially. Car 100%. He's rooting for you every step of the way. Yes, hopefully that helped to the numerous people who have emailed in about uh, feeling anxious about driving, like it's helped me. If you have an episode that you're like, oh, I'd like if they did that, email us, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media at nobodypanicpod. I'm at Stevie M, the SS5. I'm at Tessa Coates. Te- the T stands for, like, for the fine driver. <laughs> fine driver um not good just fine just Just like you know have a lovely week we'll see you next week if you're driving and you're a bit worried get out there get out there on your own start baby steps go go somewhere to the big tesco's with no time pressure 
on your own. Oh, look, you got there. And tap the dashboard and say, we did it. So good to also go to someone with food at the end of it. You give yourself a little treat that you got there. Oh, my God. Gorgeous. See you next week, guys. Enjoy your cars. Keep on trucking. Drive safe. Drive well. Are we believing you? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.